Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 128 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is August the 31st, and I, the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, am here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Yeah, we got a good one in store for you all today. Uh, Crota, preparing for Crota. This is that's the main thing that's going on in this episode. We're going to talk about what we're running, what we're looking forward to, the stuff that you can't run when it comes to the contest mode. And the chronicler himself, Chato Cerro. Going to be, uh, besides that, going to be going through the armor lore for this week. Um, not much on Crota on my end, but uh, definitely very excited to run into it tomorrow. And as a reminder, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch, uh, don't forget that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell. Turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us Bungie friend request. Join the Discord server. Uh, got a, some exciting stuff. It's uh, kind of, as Jared describes, it's almost like Christmas Eve in the Destiny community tonight. So uh, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff. But before we do that, let's listen to the intro music, which is brought to you from everybody's favorite link you can find on Twitter at LinkofTimeG. to Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Awesome job, Link. Thank you. All right, guys, the twid. Um, still able to say that every now and then. Still want to say twab. But who we are, and um, it's Crota-ing time. So yeah, I try to. I think they tried to play off the, it's morphin time to crota. No, no, time, it's uh, so. it's crotating, which is what we crotating. used to say when he moved around. Yeah, he's he like runs in like uh like a semicircle. Oh yeah, yeah so. he just like runs to the other side of the map. Yeah, you call That's yeah, so weird. you call it that he's crotating, so you know that you start setting up for DPS. Crotating. Uh, okay. Up okay. Pass. Don't have <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're less than 24 hours away, so I think at this point, um, math's not too well, but I think we're 15 hours away. And um, before we go into it for that day one slash contest raid, clear, you need to be 1790 power to go through the entire raid and be at the correct light level for each encounter. Um, if you're not, you're kind of just setting yourself up to, to have a little bit harder time. And... Um, <clears throat> So to give the servers some help, they're disabling pro uh, weapon crafting progress and, and combatant kills counting uh, within the King's Fall raid and Crota's in while the contest mode is enabled. So that's two days, 48 hours. Yeah, that, so if you go in hoping like, oh, I can get this Thunder Lord Catalyst done as we're going through a raid, you will not. You have to get it done beforehand. Um now, when it comes to announcing the day one winner, Bungie's going to be doing it a little bit different. Uh, they're actually going to just straight up announce it on Destiny the Game account on the X whenever it happens. And 
then they'll go back and verify. So man, it, what a what a gut punch that would be if like you your team did it and then this one dude was kind of doing some fishy stuff behind the scenes and it gets yanked out from underneath of you. So make sure you uh you know who you're playing with when it comes to this day one clear. Uh, Necrochasm, it is making its return. So they'll go ahead and just straight up telling you that. We did see it in the trailer for it too, so we knew this was coming. But it's coming back with a little bit of a twist to it. So um, players that acquired a bottomless pit quest from the raid vendor during the 48-hour contest mode period in Crozen will have the quest automatically marked as complete and all rewards placed in their inventory immediately. The quest does not require any currencies to purchase it. Rewards will include the husk of the pit, uh, Eldion, Eidolon Alloy, Eidolon Eidolon Alloy, Furly Masterworked, and Necrochasm. So um, players will notice that that they acquire the essence of the Oversoul from completing raid encounters and triumphs. This is required to complete the bottomless pit quest. If they don't finish within the contest mode as well as to complete the weapons catalyst objective of Necrochasm. So it's okay. If you don't finish it, you still get the progress. And, um, when contest mode ends, all essence of Oversoul that the player has acquired will still be, Respected and the player may begin making progress on the catalyst objective, confirming no continuing to the number previously acquired. So whatever you do during the contest, you're still going to have it moving forward. So usually to get the they want the contest emblem, you got to do it on the regular mode, and then do it on challenge mode. I'm curious to see if this necrochasm drop. It's going to happen on the, the first contest clear, or it happens on the second contest clear. Now, when I read it, I think it happens on the first contest clear. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not. I'm not sure how I. I'm not sure what to think. I, I've been kind of confused about that myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's the first clear, and not the challenge clear, but uh, we'll find out. Now, I haven't looked at the data mining or anything yet, so I don't know if it's Necropasm's going to be an SMG or an auto rifle that's at 900 RPM. So, mm, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see that. Because I mean, I it's still auto it's, rifle shaped. Yeah, I hope it's auto rifle because it's this anti barrier auto rifle, so I'm actually might get some use this season. So, um, Oh, yeah. So, that's completing the raid. Can get you a few other things on Bundry Rewards. And uh, one of them is the Crota's in Braid Ring. So that looks pretty cool for a ring. Um, I kind of wish that silverish to black was flipped. So like the majority of the ring was black and then like the Crota's head was silver. But overall it looks really oh, cool. Okay. Um, there's also a Crota's in Raid Pin. And you got to complete the raid by... 10 p.m. PST on November 28th. The ring, you got to complete it by September 12th. Uh, now, this is an interesting one here 
as a reward, and it is a it's a poster. It's a metal poster, and it's the Crota's and for Crota's end, and you have to complete it by November twenty eighth to get the poster. Um, so I definitely, I definitely was eyeballing that. <laughs> I, I'm really into those. I think that'd look pretty rad, like right here, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was looking at it, I was thinking like, so basically. The whole thing is going to be, is the final encounter really going to be one person doing damage with the sword the whole time and the other five breaking the shield? Or are they going to somehow involve everybody in dealing damage to the boss? So that was kind of the one big gripe with Crota. Uh, But if you look at that poster, it's one dude with the sword getting ready to do a heavy attack and everybody else shooting at the boss, appearing to break a shield with like the oversoul behind it. So it's looking like it. I can't imagine that the mechanics are different and they made the poster off of the destiny one version and not the destiny two version. Yeah, absolutely. Um, probably going to switch it up there to where like the, the sword guy is not doing the damage. So just getting making Crota vulnerable to take on damage from everyone else. Right. You could think that, but the way those people are positioned, they are not set up for optimal DPS or using <laughs> optimal DPS weapons. True, I will say true. that. Um, there's also the sword bearer, bearer title pin. So again, being a sword bearer is coming up. Uh, and you can get that by completing the raid before February 26th of 2024. So you got some time on that one. And then, of course, the world's first Raider Ace belt. The belt is silver with some green. So it definitely looks pretty tight. Um, as you know, that the original Crota's End race was the gold belt. And this is, you know, second time around, silver. Listen, I don't care if that, if that belt's silver, bronze. I don't care. Like, yeah. it would still be cool to have. Absolutely. Um, Twitch Rivals. So if... Uh, Twitch Rivals will be going on, and with commentators of Professor Broman, Wreck1568, and Adam Savage. So they're going to be like shoutcasting the Raid Race bounce between streams. Um, if you watch somebody that is uh, partnered with Twitch Rivals for two hours, you'll be getting a special emblem uh, that day. Dude, um, I saw Adam Savage on there. I'm like, really? That's gonna be crazy. It's not somebody like, like it's a it's a MythBusters, uh, right? Uh, there's so only one Savage. I'm like, does, that I'm does a big he fan play? Of. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know, I know. And and I don't even yeah. really care too much about about that, but I do know that name and I do respect it. You're talking about the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cream always rises to the top. That like he would be the greatest shoutcaster of all time. <laughs> oh yeah, that that would be pretty fun to to watch. I think isn't Twenty One Savage a person too? I think he is. Uh, yeah. I think he's a, a hip hop MC. Okay, I believe. Okay. All right, so. Uh, Watch some people and get a free emblem. We'll be going live like around probably like nine Eastern that that night um, and start our road to context clear. 
Um, next week uh, on Reset, Iron Banner's back for a week. And with that, um, two reprised weapons. Like, we're not even getting a new weapon this season. So, uh, the Gilding Sight this is, a, is now going to be a Strand High Impact Scout Rifle. And the left column with uh, a lightened action, demolitionist, moving target, tunnel vision, perpetual motion, and gut shot straight. Right column, hatchling, adrenaline junkie, kill clip, encore, cascade point, and precision instrument. So this was a 150 RPM scout. Hopefully it still is. was high impact. Yeah, so it's a 150. Um, maybe uh, a moving target precision instrument or uh, moving target kill clip probably be could pretty good for PvP. Uh, PVE, I'm gonna go demolitionist is a must in column three, and then adrenaline junkie in in the right column. It's kind of just a simple, simple pairing there. The thing that's hard with demo on a scout is scouts reload so fast. Like you're not really gaining a lot with like with that part of the perk. But mm. it's not it's not like there's anything else that's really jumping out there. Perpetual motion probably isn't too bad. There's additional stability and and reload speed. Yeah. So at the end of the day, uh, I mean, we all know it's it's going to take 22 shots to kill something in a GM with it anyway. So hey, yeah. they reduced that up for the red bars. I think red bar health has been toned down a bit because they didn't right. want us using two whole clips of hand cannon to kill something. <laughs> they they said that in particular. Um, but I mean, it's got the classic demo adrenaline roll. And even then, yeah. demo hatchling. If you're running that that weird uh, warlock hatchling build, where you just can, you're using the hatchling grenades. So, hatchlings on head headshots, more demo, more grenade ammo, more grenades, just hatchlings everywhere. So it it could be fun, and it is cool that uh, um, they are bringing back things that were kinetics as strand or stasis. So they're giving them something when they bring them back which is neat. All right. Next up yeah, is the point, sure. of the, the point of the stag an arc precision bow. Um, it used to be really good, but it was like, you got two perks in columns three and four. Um, and now it's going to be a random drop. So left column, no distractions, archer's tempo, pugilist, slick draw, elemental capacitor and shot swap right column four pole weapon. Eye of the storm swashbuckler precision Instrument, golden tricorn, and dragonfly. Yeah, so I, one thing I thought was cool about this, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but in uh, columns three and four, in columns three on the initial gun, you had no distractions and archer's tempo. Both of those are there. And then in column four, you had Vorpal and Eye of the Storm. So you can still get that role, uh, like if, if you really wanted it. It's not like it has like a retired role, like some of the other stuff they brought back has. Now, Obviously, you're not going to be able to get both of them on there, but, you know, it, it can still get it. The only one I would maybe rather have would be, like, the Archer's Tempo Dragonfly, maybe. Uh, that could be interesting. But the, the rest of those, I, I really like the Archer's Tempo Vorpal from the initial. It's my go-to arc bow. Uh, another one I'll be looking out for is Precision Instrument, as that 
the more you do precision damage, it ramps up the damage. So I doubt it's going to get enough to one-tap in PvP, but I mean, if you could ramp that up and you get Radiant or something, you might get close. Uh, I'd be interested to see if any of that stuff happens. So playing Iron Banner, it's going to rotate game modes a little bit throughout the season. So the week one, it's going to be Fortress. Uh, week two is going to be on 10-10, starting 10-10, and that's going to be Control. And then on November 14th, Fortress will be back. So I think Fortress, you know, the the Bubble Titans and the Well of Radiance are usually pretty pretty heavy, pretty strong. Um, everybody kind of holds supers when that zone comes up. And that's why I kind of like Control a little bit better because it's not everybody just holding a, a super for, for that spawn point. It's kind of just people trying to go on streaks a little bit. All right. Um, but Jared, what about Stasis? Yeah, so Stasis has been left out in the cold for a while now. It was it was high. It was everybody was using it, and then Bungie's like, "No more. You should never use Stasis again." So they nerfed it into the ground for the most part. Um, we're hunters. Yeah. So for next season, they're going to just change some stuff up in Stasis, and that's going to be Glacier Quake, Frost Pulse, Winter Shroud the glacier grenade uh, and more and they'll actually have artifact perks to go along with it glacier grenade is that's sad news for for me i like the uh, i like the glacier grenade yeah um man, we could get back into but i think shadow drive was was great but it just had to reduce i bet the, you did yeah they needed to reduce the radius busted, of it dude but they needed like to actually make it Harder to do, but still pull off. Because I thought it was a great way to counter shotguns, but yeah, it was just you just had it too often. That that was the issue. Yeah, if you were it, like you could build into it too easily, maybe that's the that's the thing. Um, now we'll get into some of this player support part of the toy where we normally skip over, but. So we got some important stuff going on here. Uh, first up is going to be the raid contest mode disables. So this is what you're not going to be able to use for uh, in a contest mode. So first up is the Tessellation Exotic Fusion Rifle. This is the that $100 fusion rifle that if you wanted to <laughs> go ahead and prepay. Um, yeah, you could, you could cancel. You could cancel yeah. that pre-order and still keep it according to the internet. I did see that. I think that is downright dirty scumbags scumbags <laughs> dgens um <laughs> next up the warlock uh weave walk aspect is also disabled in pvp activities man i thought this thing was going to be really fun like to get some clutch revives off and uh whenever you come back out and all your thread lanes go out but no nope. i love how i love how we end the podcast last week and like afterwards we're looking over and like while right before we started the podcast, all these videos came out of how busted and broken it was. So uh, I sounded like a real dummy whenever on that on that portion, but it's fine because I am a dummy. So there's nothing you can say that would hurt me about that. So, <laughs> uh, Titan Banner of War aspect, man, Chad, does this just throw your whole build for a loop? No, no. I, I mean, I like it a lot, and it's fun, and staying alive is great, and being able to heal your allies is also very good. 
but I already have so many other builds. I was like this, the banner, the, the banner of war was one of the ones I was still working out. So I'm like, okay, mm. <laughs> I guess I don't have to think about it anymore. I can do some, I can do what I was already doing. Um, so I mean, I'm sad about it cause it was going to be a lot of fun having two Titans just running banners. So everybody's just healing as long as you stay close, but oh well. I guess we'll just be making sunspots for everybody instead or or providing cover. Uh, the Faux Tracer exotic helmet for the hunters. This kind of surprised me, but I guess there's, there's some exploits out there with it. Um, I have Elemental Munitions mod. That's also not going to be uh, it would be used, and then finally, overload hand cannon mod is not going to be used, and that is mainly for one reason and one reason only. That is malfeasance paired with lucky pants. And it was putting out Dude, some crazy it was damage. Busted! I saw I saw the damage on it. I was like, "There's that is not that is not probable." Like I think I saw as to cross did the did uh, his primary weapons video he does every six months. Um, and with that one on Templar, which is where they test it, uh, he hit almost 800k with a primary. Yeah, I was like, my good. goodness, my goodness! You have five of those and one guy with a with a wither horde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things just melt. Yep, unreal. Um, Looks like fun. So when all when I seen these disables come out, that kind of makes me realize like whenever they're designing these brain encounters and stuff, they're doing it simultaneously whenever Bungie's working on like the new strained aspects. So like, yeah, they probably play tested the raid given like what strained abilities that had at the time, but maybe the team was also working on these new aspects and you know, they, they didn't get them test. They didn't build the raid around some of these aspects and how great they are. Yeah. I would say that's part of it. And the other part is maybe they bumped up all those aspects to try to get more people to come in and buy the DLC to unlock it. <clears throat> so maybe they're coming in a little hot uh, purposefully compared to what they thought they might initially. Yeah, I think uh, probably a combination of the two. Uh, Gallahorn behavior. So um, I know Fallout put out a video this week about it, but Gallahorn's not behaving the same way it did on previous seasons and basically since it came out. So every time Gallahorn buffs another rocket, it basically gives that damage plus an plus an extra one. So like say like you usually have one person using Gallahorn and then two people using a rocket. The rocket one from player one is putting out the normal hundred damage. Where the guy using rocket two is putting out his normal hundred damage. And another 100 on top of that because it's also stacking exponentially due to two people running the rocket. So it would actually stack up to times five if we're doing, like, doing the extra times five with the more people using a rocket. Um, but now it's just doing like the extra 100 so per person instead of like each person get it, the previous person's damage plus theirs. Um, now it's just getting like basically a straight 100 buff, if you want to say it like that, for each person. Um, Bungie was going to nerf Galhorn and then the Wolfpack round. So now with this, they're leaving it in. And 
what the rock is damaged now is it is what it is. So they're going to keep an eye on it, but this is basically Galhorn nerf and they'll leave the end game. You, you believe you believe this, like their rationale for it that they had in there. Where So basically it says, due to Galhorn's boss DPS dominance, we had previously planned to dial it down, dial down its damage in a future update. Because the this unintentional change resulted in similar changes to those planned, the current behavior will be maintained while we monitor performance. Do you think it's that or do you think it's like a super hard bug to fix or something? Um, yeah, that probably has to play a play into it to where whatever they did to fix it probably undo undoes something else that they fixed this season. Yeah. That, yeah. But also they was going to nerf it anyway. So like, ah, it works out. So uh, basically, that is it for the twid. Uh, my guy Leopard getting a moment of the week. Good job, Leopard. Um, and that was from Sam. I was uh, I was getting a lot of Leopard feeds in the old Facebook reel or the shorts. Yeah. Not Facebook, YouTube shorts. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of Leopard this evening in there. Uh, like all his like solo GMs with his wife and stuff beside him and glitches and stuff. So. Uh, for whatever reason, he's hot on the hot on the algorithm this week. So, yeah. uh, I've always liked I've always liked him though. Yeah. So, uh, anything else uh, Twid related that we wanted to discuss? I know that there was like a PC Gamer article that Joe Blackburn did. Did you guys see much about it? I didn't read it. No. Yeah. Nothing I, I like think nothing. I, I watched a video on it. Nothing too wild. It was just. Uh, Basically, you know, one of those like uh, he gives like an interview and then people take like one sentence and extract it out and turn it into a 10 minute and two second YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, One of those type of deals, pretty much nothing, nothing too crazy, but it's out there if you're looking for more content, but we're trying to be short and sweet. We got to, we always try to keep these under 90. So gotta be careful. All right. Next up is our three likes in three dislikes so um usually there's a lot to like early on in the season so for me it's going to be the extras new grenade launcher paired with moth keepers wraps if you get a kill with that grenade launcher it's spawning the void moth and the arc moth when you got those gloves equipped so it's really good for just like normal pve stuff maybe we're at max minus 10 um so I think it's fun and it's worth playing if you're on Hunter and then pairing those things together. Uh, my like, I have uh, several likes. I have uh, a lot of likes right now about Destiny. Uh, Chad, maybe you should go first. That way if I don't, I don't take any of your likes. I don't have a lot of likes. So thank you very much. Um, my like for the week is 48 hour contest mode. Um, I know that we we pretty much guessed the last raid that it it seemed like it was going to be more standard. Um, but having a third raid in a row, uh, the second raid in a row where it's like from the get-go, it's 48-hour contest. Um, it's like, oh, cool. Uh, that gives the rest of us that work for a living and don't play for a living uh, not have to call for a day off, 
uh, get time to actually play the contest and, and have a good time, not work a 12 hour day and then have to game for another 10, 11 hours straight to try to beat something. Um, so it's nice. Uh, it's nice. We'll be able to, to play some, some tomorrow night, see how far we get, get some actual sleep and then really slay out on, uh, on a Sunday or Saturday and have the whole day. So we're not stressed. Be like, all right, let's take a break for, let's take a break for lunch. Let's, you know, let's take an hour here, an hour there and not even have to really stress out about it. So, uh, definitely happy about that. All right. So my likes, uh, definitely still with the exotic rotator missions, uh, enjoying those. We got our, uh, the one this week, uh, we get the box obscura mission. We, uh, we got it taken care of. So, my advice to everybody, do it on normal mode first, and that's going to unlock the weapon pattern for you. And uh, what's the name of that? What's the name of the grenade launcher? I'm sorry. Dead Messenger. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Dead Messenger. A Dead Messenger. Uh, ironically, uh, even though I couldn't think of the name of it, one of my favorite exotics in the game. Uh, and if you do it on the legend, the legend, the hard mode uh, three times after that, that is going to unlock all three traits as well as all three of that trinary system that you get. So <clears throat> one normal, three legends, and that's going to get you every single unlock. And then probably, or uh, let's say like 40 enhancement cores. You're already at level 17, build up what you want, master work it, you're done. And uh, you're good to go, and you have it forever. Uh, you're probably going to throw a demolitionist on it. I would say, is uh, kind of the trait that all three of us went with. So, uh, but fun gun, you should hop in there. It's it's not difficult. If you're struggling, reach out to us at Destiny CC Pod. Uh, more likes. Uh, I'm I'm really liking the the card system as of right now that we're, we're building. Um, we're, I feel like we're playing, it's like 52 card pickup, you know, like all the cards got spilled all over the place and we're just kind of going around and gathering them. Uh, I don't really like how it is uh, kind of time gated. I wish that if you wanted to play for like 40 consecutive hours, you could unlock those cards. The other thing I wish is I wish that there were, if you hovered over a card, it would say run six strikes to unlock this card or get 200 over like this card i would enjoy that a lot more than just having to then randomly drop saying that we did run several raids over the last few evenings with uh, the raid we do have two i wouldn't say they're new people but two people that uh weren't with us the last time that we did a day one race <clears throat> i know that sweeper's been with us for one prior and uh we got one new guy uh so we're, we're missing two of our two of our regulars so uh, we've tried to run some raids for practice. That has been very fun, uh, especially one of those raids that we haven't ran in a while. Like we did a deep zone trip, and it was pretty fun. Uh, get back in there and uh, practicing with everybody. So those are my main likes. My dislike, uh, my dislikes. Honestly, it's getting on and seeing people already at like level 120 on their season pass because <laughs> it's pissing me off uh, if we're being real honest because I, I put in a fair amount of time and there's no way there should be four ranks higher than me whenever I know that I've ran 
like way more rage and all you know, and all, like all the difficult content is kind of the stuff we've been doing. And I know they're just over grinding bounties and that's so still season pass related uh, bounty grinding should not be the, the best way to do that. All right. Uh, my dislike is going to be the people that just like speed run the spire uh, for Sabathun and don't open the chest or refuse to swap weapons. Like they'll just get to the chest and turn around and look, expecting you to swap over to a void weapon, shoot the stuff, and then swap to a solo weapon and shoot the other symbols. Like, quit being so lazy. Pull up dim, pull one over, and shoot at least like the solo or the void, and I'll shoot the other ones. Don't turn around and look at me and expect me to do all the work. Good thing that's not a problem this week, really. What's your dislike, Chato? Um, my dislike is my armor drop RNG. It's not even it's like it's unreal. It's unreal just how bad it is. I'm still missing armor from Root of Nightmare. Two pieces per character. Not even like one on deep stone. Like I had, I had would, it took me so many runs on my hunter just to get a helmet. Um, and I'm still like, not that I, we played the last dungeon a lot, but I'm still missing two to three pieces of armor from the last dungeon. Um, goes to the deep. I'm just, I'll never get the armor done. It's 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 gonna take forever, and like that's the armor from Ron is the only thing keeping me from that title right now. It is literally <laughs> two armor drops is the only thing we've done it on master. We've done the challenges, and I just can't get the armor to drop, and it's so aggravating. It's ridiculous just how it. I have all the weapons, the red borders. I have the exotic. I have everything else done, all the triumphs. I just can't get armor. And it's it's unreal. It's like, dude, it should be the armor should be cycled where it's like you get each drop until you have them all unlocked and then it randomizes. Or do the tri- challenge triumphs and then here's here's the armor piece. Ryan shakes his head cuz he doesn't understand this point of view. And it's like, bro, there's there's it's un why am I why am I held back? Because of armor. Not even anything I care. I don't care about. As soon as I get it to drop, I'm going to dismantle it. It's not going to be good. You know how selfish you sound right now. You know how many people <laughs> would kill to get weapon drops all the time. Oh, you know how many times we weapon drops. No, and that's not what I'm saying, Ryan. I get armor all the time. It's the same armor every time. I only get like two weapons from the raid, and then everything else is. Three chess pieces. It's like, dude, what? Why? Why don't you use Why those foils to buy those chests? You, you, you'll only get drops of what you already have unlocked. I thought the chest gave you things that you didn't get. My bad. No. I never have to worry about that because I get the armor out of the way pretty early. Yeah, that's what I I'm saying. The armor yeah, you, you earn the so. armor. I'm pretty sure I've beaten it more than you. <laughs> this particular one. I don't know which one of us has the title. That's kind of what I would base it upon. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. 
<laughs> I can leave right now. I, only one of us has a Sharpa emblem for that for that raid. I think I'm. What am I? What are we? One away. <laughs> Both of us. I need one more. <laughs> I, you say that, but I I seem to recall one night you uh, coming into our little group chat upset that it took you like three hours and forty eight minutes to do <laughs> Rude <of> Nightmares. <laughs> so you earned that Sherpa emblem uh, with that one wow. group for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm good not doing that. But if you would like to be the tenth person that I Sherpa through, hit us up on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Would love to get you through these old raids because we can, honestly, if you've never done them before, let's just say you watch a video. You really don't even have to do that. Truth be told, we can get you through all the, all the raids that are out to now. We can get you through them in probably under ninety minutes. I would feel pretty comfortable saying that King's Fall would be the one that would be the tightest. Just because uh, there's just a, it's just long. There's just a lot of encounters and a lot of a lot of traversing in between. So that one would be under two hours. The rest would be under ninety minutes. I feel like we could most of them under sixty, likely seventy five. We can get you through all those raids. All right, now it's time for weapons breakdown. So weapons breakdown is going to be a little bit different this time. Um, we're kind of going to talk about our day one loadouts or something that we're doing that we think maybe other people are not really doing for day one. Like, yeah, Gallahorn and Rockets, that's obvious. Whisper of the Worm, Sleeper. Like, everybody has those leveled up and ready to go for raids. And Lament is also just like, everybody's going to have a sport or two. Um, so just like, maybe it's something just like you're doing that you're trying to create, trying to help your teammates out, or just, this is, this works best for you so um our day one team it's going to be two warlocks two titans and two hunters so we're kind of just balanced out so i'm going to be uh, a solo warlock and i'm going to put on boots of the assembler uh just trying to send out those healing bomb those healing seekers just to help people out and if healing's not going to be an issue i will swap that over to the empowering and just give everybody that that nice little weapon buff um something to think about if there is a sword barrier bear that you got to use to damage orcs with if you put down an empowering rift and it might buff that sword wielder to put to put out more damage just keep that in mind um and you can do it kind of from a distance you can also do lumina if, if that comes down to it but my exotic pairing for that it's going to be sunshot sunshot with the hand cannon buff explosions when i think are Quotas in, I always think of a thousand thrall are coming at you, and those explosions really just going to take out the thralls and um, and do some damage to if there's any majors that come out too. And those, I'm sure there's going to be a wizard or two, and I'm going to pop that solo shield pretty easy and then uh, swap something to take it out. Yeah, that definitely all. Uh, Sunshot gave me gave me a little thought process too because if i end up running uh running solar titan i'll probably throw on a sunshot as well just for the you know the obviously the synergy and uh, i think monochromatic maestro is is active this season mm -hmm. so it's it's a good mod running all of one thing um other option for me is is uh since i'd be running either bubble boy uh with hoyle or uh or ursas for the uh the the banner um graviton lance same reasons as sunshot 
those those graviton lance uh, explosions are still crazy in PVE, and I think it also did get a little bit of a damage buff in uh, in PVE. It got a nerf in PvP, but that don't matter here. Um, so it does a lot of damage, and you know, extra heavy drops from exotic primaries. You get extra heavy ammo, uh, so that's always nice. Depending on you know what we're what we're doing if it's if it's just opening encounter maybe i'll run a machine gun and help uh just lay out a bunch of stuff or run rockets for the ending area where there were a you know back in the day a bunch of ogres and stuff um but uh it's definitely graviton lance is really good for ad clearing creating extra heavy ammo and it's just really fun right now and then running that with uh with with the stasis waveframe you know just for a little bit of extra extra oomph um but uh, yeah, running definitely running Heart of Inmost Light with that, running Ursas if we end up running the 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 banner instead. Bubble's always good because Bubble increases damage. We were using Bubble on the Crotosword back in the day, so that's definitely an option. Like run up to the bridge, drop a Bubble so the sword sword guy can run into it, and and exactly it gives him a little extra poof and a safe spot where he can stand and and not get blasted by wizards to death immediately. Um, so those are, those are really going back to D one strats there, but, uh, that's, that's really what I'm looking at. All right. So I kind of have uh, a lot of things here. It was hard for me to narrow down. I'm just going to talk to you about some of the things I'm going to have on my character going into the raid in case dim messes up or something like that. Uh, before I go to bed tonight, I'm going to have everything over. I'm going to have armor put in the vault and just kind of like low low things on me make sure i have that postmaster cleared out and and all that uh saying that um crota we have a, a lot of close range encounters with uh a little bit of long range encounters uh mixed in if you hear sirens or a train that's on my end i'm sorry um smgs i'm thinking Icolos smg uh perhaps a callus mini tool or funnel web or shayera's wrath um the reason i'm thinking those I thought I remembered somewhere either hearing or seeing that maybe things might have different shields in this room. You know, since we do have a hybrid, um, maybe every wizard isn't going to be a solar wizard. So saying that, I'm going to kind of keep all three of those ready to roll. Um, or all four of the... I don't know if I want to do Funnel Web or Shayuras, honestly. It's just probably whichever's feeling better at the moment. Pairing those with a Binding Grenade Launcher... Um, in your in your your first slot, so with that you're looking at um, when blinding. Um, I think they're called disorientation grenades now. Uh, but ignition code, pardon our dust, and lingering dread are the three that I have uh, to choose from that are there. <clears throat> and then with that, a machine gun. Uh, this is just pure ad clear, like that first encounter when you're running through the lamps. Um, I'm not worried about having to kill a boss or anything. I know there's some ogres at the end, um, but I'm, I'm kind of going to have those. I know a lot of people like different machine guns. I'm, I think I'm a commemoration guy. I think that's, I think that's the one that I like the most. Um, I know that other people like different ones. Everybody has their favorites, but I'll probably have <clears throat> probably like one or two different flavors on me. Uh, for that part. Um, I do feel that snipers are in a pretty good place right now. So assuming that the second encounter is like the bridge building encounter, 
probably going to keep a sniper on me because you know we're going to have shrek and fiona coming from that other side the two ogres um over there that are going to come out we're going to have to kill from a distance likely uh snipers are going to be good for that you know there's going to be all kinds of um the knights with the swords probably if we're being honest some of them are going to be like um the lucent hive versions which are just going to be pains so uh that encounter where they're going to have thrall and those knights that might be something to where jared and i can book her stasis and uh, just kind of keep everything frozen maybe we don't need the rift or something like that because uh if that's the case agar scepter is a possible thing just to help kind of freeze and keep everything frozen uh, i was using it quite a bit in the uh, uh what's the name of the, the the story mission where you have to go through the lost sector like uh this week the seasonal story oh well the the quest is bladed path there it is, bladed okay, path. I, yeah. I, was, I knew it was bladed something. So, uh, so I pulled that out of the vault, and I was like, "Oh, this, uh, this was pretty good." So I might keep that on me. That's probably unlikely, but that with the stasis warlock can, can always do some damage. And as always, any first raid always, always, always have outbreak perfected on you uh, to be able to swap over if you're run out of ammo with everything else and your team shooting everybody swaps over to outbreak you can do some pretty good damage with that uh so those are kind of the things i'm going to have on me um obviously likely we're going to be in like uh like a warlock most of the time potentially stasis warlock depending on how that goes um yeah i think that kind of hits everything so snipers I would definitely have a good sniper on, on you. Um, I would definitely have a good, like probably slug, like a precision shotgun. And then uh, after that, you know, <clears throat> there's not a whole lot of parts in here that, that you're really going to need damage. And the old raid, the only time you, there was only one like boss fight. And that, that was like a damage thing. And that was the boss. With it, it wasn't really, you were having to Yes, you were just having to put the shield. So um, I don't know. Who knows how it's going to be different, though? So we'll kind of see. You know, I guess we can't go without mentioning Forbearance or Dead Messenger as just an ad clear uh, special weapon uh, in that energy slot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Forbearance has gotten so strong. Like, whenever you go to use Dead Messenger, like, why am I taking them about my exotic slot when this legendary weapon can can also do it? So uh, it's going to be interesting moving forward to what they're going to do about forbearance, how good it is. Is it still? Uh, I know, like I, I obviously it's good, and we've had it for a long time. It's just not really, it's not really a gun I, I've had to use like a whole whole lot. Like once I got it crafted, I think I got it up to like level thirty five or forty, and mm. uh, like. It, it's definitely good because I think what was it like ambitious and chain chain reaction or something. Yeah, that's you what could, most people do. Have on that. I actually do unrelenting chain reaction. So you get your health back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's definitely uh, it's definitely it's it's definitely good. It's, it's very. Good. Um, I know the adept version of it can be good, especially they never made it to where you could do. 
you could like level those up, right? That was only the root of nightmares adepts that Correct. you could. I wonder when we'll see that. You think they'll revisit that? Mm. Uh, I think they leave stuff from the past. Yeah. That's fine. I, I, I wouldn't be too upset about that. All right, that takes us to Gambling Corner. Um, Fox, what's uh, what happened this last week? All right, so this last week, uh, we all... All right, so Gambling Corner, start out. Uh, I should write this down. That way I can just read it every week. Uh, but the uh, so basically the gist of it is every season, all three of us start with 10,000 Glimmer. We then make a bet every week uh, with this 10,000 Glimmer. And if at any point you go bankrupt... Uh, you then have to delete a weapon from your vault. The other two people put a value on that allows you to buy back into the game. The person at the end of the season with the most amount of glimmer in the bank, which last season was Jared, but every other season has been me, just so everybody knows, uh, wins just a, a huge prize. And I think we need like a, like a championship belt that we mail back and forth or something <clears throat> that we have to wear during this segment, you know. Uh, but uh, we'll figure something out. If you have any ideas, please let us know. Uh, but last week was uh, obviously the first week of the season. We all started with 10,000 Glimmer. And at that time of recording, our season, our combined season rank was level 60. Uh, so we took bets uh, and everybody put 2,000 in of their Glimmer. And we bet upon what our combined season pass rank would be this week at the time of recording. I bet 136, Jared bet 145, Chad bet 150. So uh, right before the show, we all got on and checked. And I am 34, Chad was 52, Jared was 53, which brought our total to 139. Is that right? Which I believe makes me the winner. Because you sandbag. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sandbag. I actually played a I lot did. this past week. So, uh, so far, as my camera shuts off, I am the champion uh, of week one. That puts me at 14,000, Jared at 8,000, Chad at 8,000. So uh, I'm going. I'm going for the throat this week. And uh, seeing as how it is Raid Race Week, uh, we were kind of talking in the pre-show. So uh, the pre-show, you can see uh, every week we kind of get on 15, 20 minutes early, start the pre-show, and uh, talk a little bit about our, our lives before we get into the actual show. Uh, you can see that on YouTube and or Twitch here in the future. Uh, we... We're talking about what we wanted to do for Gambling Corner. So we were going to bet on which of these four streamers would finish the highest in the in the raid race. Uh, and then if this person happened to get first overall and win the title belts, you would get double what your what whatever your winnings would be, it doubles. So the four streamers we were thinking was like uh, the redeem, which would be like sweat sickle. And I assume wow. Glad and 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 those people are in. We had Math Class, which was like Dado, 
and like I have toes. Is Leopard on that team too? Uh, Leopard is he on the other this, math class. He's out. He's out this day one race. He's not doing it. Oh, okay. And we had um, Elysium, which is like Salta Greppo and his homies, and then Giggs was uh, the the fourth team. We're not sure like I, who he's affiliated think, with. Yeah, we could do a fifth. I just thought of it. The primal guys, like Azacross. And then okay, like Azacross's like team. Yeah, As to Cross and uh, and it's usually all, the, all the PVP. Yeah. yeah, like Frostbolt and like ZK and and Pure Chill and all th- that that yeah. team's coming. Yeah. So, um, what are you guys thinking? We all put a thousand in. Or we want to do two thousand again. A thousand, a thousand works well because you can potentially double it if. Okay. And winner takes all, and um, if your winner happens to win, then you double whatever your take all would be. That sound good. Okay. Whoever's was... team gets the highest. Whoever's yeah. gets the highest. Yeah. So, like, say we all choose different ones, I would get. Like three thousand would come back and would double to six if our team happens to get first. Sound good? Yep. All right, uh, Chad. Who do you want? We'll let you go first this week. I don't know. I don't remember any of the team names that you just said. All right, it's Salt's team, Dado's team, Gig's team, Glad's team, or Azacross's team. Salt. I believe that should have been the first pick. That's probably a good pick. Yep. Jerry, um, go ahead. My heart wants to go with Dado, but you don't bet with your heart because then you just get hurt twice. So I'm going to go with Gigs. twice. Go Here's the thing. Team. I wanted to do the same thing, and since I didn't, he's going to get it. <laughs> and just to put the jinx on him, I am taking Dado. <laughs> I, will, I will gladly, I will gladly use lose my thousand glimmer, and uh, we're going to put it on Dado here, just to put the old NRF hex on him. Ryan's going to win this week, <laughs> and uh, we'll follow up on that next week. And uh, if you guys have any suggestions of things you want us to bet on, be sure to let us know. Because uh, next week, but until we get to the GMs, we always have pretty good stuff for the GM weeks when they come out. But uh, for this, for the weeks in between, sometimes we're we're kind of scrambling a little. All right, uh, now we're moving on to lore. Chad, what's going on? All right, we are talking about the armor this week. Uh, let's see here. So we're going to start off with the helmet. Eris had whittled the Hive Knight's denuded femur into a shaft and driven it deep with osmium nails. She wrapped it in velvet string, attached her sigil to it. Now it chimed as she turned it in her hands. Yeah, make it pretty, Imaru said, rolling his eye. That'll help. Real useful. I am binding the staff with my power, she said archly. What use have you been? I told you what to do. I gathered the materials. I created the staff. I infused it with light and soul fire. Do not presume your ideas were essential to this process. 
You think you're such an expert in hive magic, Amaru scoffed. But you know what? You're just doing parlor tricks. Without me, that staff would be nothing more than a fancy piece of bone. Ares gripped the staff and held it out to test its heft. It was unbalanced. She returned it to the work table. Do not make yourself intolerable. Ibarra moved so he could look Eris in the face. She raised her eyes, staring him down. It, he came close. She did not step back. Or what? You might scare everyone else, but you don't scare me. There's nothing you can do except put up with me. Eris returned to her work, raising a hand and pushing him out of the way. He huffed, watching her as she resumed sharpening the points of the staff's base. With this, the Guardian may devise rituals of their own. It will empower their light and channel the hive's vile power. You're welcome, Amaro said smugly. Eris ignored him and examined the staff she had crafted. It represented hours spent sliding the, the blade's edge over layers of dead, porous hive chitin, carving it with spells and imbuing it with a magic. At its head was soulfire, ichor encased in vitreous light, a gleaming vessel, one last reagent. She turned back to her work table. The worm squirmed and squealed under her knife. Arms. Behold my brood. Hold your enemies lay rotting in the field. The Chroma Admiral Refreet engulfed by waves of death, dragged back into the atmosphere by a million hive corpses. The Ammonites keening below as their warrior of the sky fell into the deep. And there in concert with your gods, his armor was pulled slowly from his body until the sinew of his adductors tore, anointing our gods with his spurting plasm. How he cried as he ru his ruined flesh was impaled, his wailing a call to worship in the temple of his dying body. Then was the Ammonites' Leviathan alone. So I did command my servant, Ir Ulksal, to taste of the Leviathan's flesh, to tear it from the sky in a feast of agony. And so he did. The Leviathan's viscera opened to the sky and rained down upon the Ammonites, bathing them in the bowels of their god. So my brood did taste of his entrails and rejoice. From this sky, this victory forward until the sky falls and the deep subsumes all, Ir Ulksal shall be known as the Leviathan Eater, Bane of the Ammonites, and favored harbinger of Zivu Aroth. And chest. Mithrax had come to Ikora's office with a gift and a question. The gift was a large glass jar of preserved leech like creatures, oily and glistening. They were perhaps the most delicious thing Ikora had tasted in the last twenty years. And while the two of them worked their way through the jar, Mithrax uncomfortably stumbled his way to his question. Eris Morn has changed, he said carefully, and Ikora nodded. She chose to change, and she acted out of... Is there a human word for love bravery? Ikora smiled. Love, she said. Love, then. Mithrax nodded. If she were to change forever... If she cannot return to herself, will she be remembered well, since her first choice was made from love? Akura responded as though she had not struggled with the thought a thousand times already. Eris will always be Eris, no matter what form she takes, she said. 
Mithrax rumped in satisfaction and leaned forward to take another leech. Yes, I am always impressed with the resilience of the Guardians, with or without their light. Saint tells me the Titans Sloan embrace the Taken, and she is doing well. Yes, and for that I am grateful, Ikora said. But they don't always come back, Mithrax. An old friend of mine was corrupted by the Vex in a similar way. He stayed behind when the pyramids attacked, just like Sloan, but I believe we lost him. I am sorry about your friend. Mithrax said somberly. I hope he is remembered as a hero. Ikora raised her eyebrows but said nothing. I, too, encountered a great mind consumed by the Vex, Mithrax continued. The Guardian and I attempted a rescue, but it went deeper into the network as it gained access it sought. It taught me that the pursuit of truth is worth any price, even one's own sense of self. Ikora smiled. Asher would have agreed with every word of that. Mithrax leaned forward in amazement, a leech dangling limply from his claws. You knew Ashermir? Ikora cocked her head. Yes, Asher Mir. How on earth did you know him? Asher Mir, Mithrax slowly said to himself, mimicking Ikora. That is why I have been unable to locate any records. Ikora, he said, straightening himself in his seat. I must tell you a story about our friend, Asher Mir, the hero. Legs. Imaru focused on his digital iris, zooming in on the Guardian. They were about to initiate a new ritual, and the Hive Ghost was keen to see their response. When the Screebs started pouring in, Imaru couldn't help himself. Oops, this one's all Screebs, he chortled. Have fun. He expected that the ritual to end promptly in a shower of dark ether. Instead, the Guardians surged through the air, dodging explosion after explosion, their lights seared through the scorn, burning them alive. It wasn't long before the smoke cleared and the Guardians stood alone, their light thrumming with tithes. Imaru grumbled to himself. For as long as he'd been a ghost, he'd resented how the Guardians referred to the light. It was never my ghost's light or the traveler's light. No, it was always my light. They talked about it like they owned it like they were entitled to it, like they earned it. But looking down on the smoldering battlefield, Imaru had to admit that the Guardians' arrogance served them well. It gave them the confidence to mold their light in a fashion that suited them best. They treated it like a tool, something to be used. They gave them an advantage over the Lucent Brood, whose manipulation of the light was inhibited by reverence. Imaru turned away from the ritual circle in disgust. He hated to admit it but the Lucent Brood had a lot to learn about the light from the Guardians. And once they did, the humans would pay for their lack of respect. Class. Zavala locked his office door. The furtive gesture made him uneasy. But he couldn't risk anyone coming in. The feed he was about to watch could easily be misconstrued. As it was, the city smoldered with rumors from citizens and Guardians alike. The persistent, undulating hole in the traveler's side put everyone on edge. Hearing that Vanguard leadership was using hive magic to fulfill a bargain put forth by the Witch Queen would undoubtedly stoke the flames of panic. Zavala leaned grimly over his desk to watch the Guardian's latest tithes to Eris Morn. It used to be simple, he lamented. We exterminated the hive wherever we found them, and we felt good about it. Justified. But in recent years, morally ambiguous situations 
like these had become more common, and separating friend from foe was increasingly difficult. Over the feed, Eris Morn's face lit up with fierce elation as the Guardian's ties flowed through her. Her high form seemed to swell with power. Zavala knew that Eris undertook the rituals with temperance, at least for now, but he wondered how long their clarity would last. Elsibre's warnings had been too vivid to dismiss entirely, even after Ikora's reassurances. Zavala turned away from the feed to gaze out the window at the traveler. The trauma puncturing its side reminded him of the stakes, the reason they were taking such risks. He he sighed, wondering how many more compromises they would have to make before the end. There's a couple of good tidbits. Uh, My favorite tidbit is probably the Oops All Berries reference that Amaru made with the Screebs. Uh, That's probably my favorite (laughs) one. But uh, I know Jared's favorite one was the hero, Asher Mir. It almost um, was, but at the very <laughs> beginning, when he's when Eris worked on a staff, it's like, I don't know them trinkets to make that look better. It's not going to help it at all. And it's just like your destiny, right? Like, no matter how you dress your character up and how good it looks, it's not going to fix your shitty gameplay. <laughs> he's mean, not wrong. I want to look cool, suck. Makes me confident, okay? Is it time? Yeah. It is time for the mailbag. One of my favorite parts of the show each week. Uh, question one. What are the raid expectations for your team? So just to set the stage, uh, we have us three. I think, uh, Jared, you're playing Warlock. Yeah. Shadow is playing Titan. Uh, and then we got a uh, sweeper bot. Sweeperbot played with us uh, in Bow of the Disciple, I believe. Uh, we almost yeah. had the contest mode clear there. So he's back. Uh, he's he's always a Titan and only a Titan. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, Kamikaze, who's playing with us. And what's he playing on? Hunter. Hunter. And uh, this is his first time, not his first time ever playing with us, but his first time doing like a contest mode with us. And then we have Shifty, who's also a hunter. Um, and Shifty's been with us since we started doing this all the way, like all the way back. He's one of the original six. So uh, we like Shifty. Uh, Shifty's a good feller. So uh, raid expectations. Uh, so the way we're kind of approaching this is Friday. We're getting on around eight east or once Chad gets home from work, we're hopping on, probably going to put four or so hours in, I would say, get a good night's sleep, hit it pretty early the next morning, hit it that whole day. I would love to get through the first two encounters before we go to bed Saturday or Friday night. If we can get through the first two encounters. Oh, well, well, no. Cross the bridge is what you're saying. Gotcha. Yeah. If we can get across the bridge. The first night, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pretty happy because the first hour is gonna be us like trying to get some bearings, getting used to staying alive, um, that type of thing, getting used to like this six playing together versus the others, you know. Uh, so, so that would be my goal, and then hopefully by like two or three o'clock Saturday, have the boss dead. That would be a good, a good thing for me. I would be very happy with that. 
Yeah, that be that's that's a good plan. Um, man, my expectation really is just like we're going to get the contest clear on Saturday. Um, depending on how we feel after it, and after we see what the challenges take, um, we're gonna we're gonna gauge if we want to go after that challenge road clear or not. And um, I feel that's where we're gonna be. Yeah, that's where we stopped at Vault of Glass, and we got that challenge. But we got the contest mode clear in, and then we're like, challenge mode ain't for us. So as long as we get to that point, uh, I'm going going to be happy. Yep. I think, like like they said, um, Friday is definitely going to be get as far as we can while knowing that we all want to get a a good amount of sleep because we're going to be in it to win it the next day. Um, I think, I think, Ryan's expectations are are right on the money where I, I was I was thinking is is get past the bridge into the final room. Um and then maybe start it up just to see what's going on, but that's where we're leaving it at. Uh breaking off, going to bed. Uh I'll I'll obviously I'm waking up earlier. Uh set up I'll we'll we'll set up alarms, whoever needs to, probably only me, because I think everybody else is east or mid ish. So they're either three hours ahead um, of me or two. I think we're all these sure. except for you. Yeah. 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 Um, so if they if they want to start playing at seven, I'll set up an alarm for four. Don't matter me none. Whatever they want to do. Um, but uh, start it up, and then and then just go to town. But we we we, like I said, with forty eight hours, mindset's gonna be if we feel like we need to take a break call it 30 minutes hour whatever it is take a break if we need to take a cool down you know 15 take a 15 call it a day come back readjust but uh based on um how we did with vault of glass um we did beat it night one um and we we beat it late like it was midnight past for me um and it was the same thing. I, I got home after work. We played it and we beat it that same night. Um, so I'm I'm I I have good expectations for us for beating it Saturday. Um, and then depending on that, we'll see if we want to tackle the challenge mode or at least tackle like a challenge or two, like the opening challenge. And then maybe be like, you know what, this was hard enough. <laughs> We're good. Or seeing if we want to keep it going. But uh uh, those will definitely be decisions that'll be made after clear one. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a really fun time. And if it starts to be not a fun time, take a break. We learned that from deep stone. We, we need to take breaks. We need to be able to stop and take a take like to take breaks. 15 to, to, to just cool out and then come back and be like, all right, who doesn't have their mods equipped? Breaks, breaks so, are very. I don't like to. I don't think in break mentality, uh, but I'm glad Chad does because it usually helps us out after we take one. So, um, branching off of this question, we'll call this one B. Kind of snacks you guys got ready. Ooh, uh, Dots homestyle pretzels. I got the honey mustard, and then I have the original, and then I also okay. have um, hot ones put out chicken tenders in their freezer section so i got like both kinds in the in the freezer is is this like a kroger is this like a kroger yeah it's that kroger yeah oh hell yeah yeah so i so here's the deal i ordered 
uh, let's just say uh, an unhealthy amount of Buffalo Wild Wings tonight. So the real question is, <laughs> are those, are the, how many of those wings are going to make it <laughs> through? Uh, knowing myself and that hot barbecue is back. Um, I'm, I also have, uh, I got some pizza rolls and some frozen pizzas, uh, ready to roll Saturday whenever we take like our hour 90 minute lunch break or whatever we're going to do. Uh, because for some reason, Bungie decided it was a great idea for week one of college football to put this raid out. So thanks for that. So, uh, yeah. Chad. Any any special snacks? Um, nah. Just uh, I got I got a couple of really good restaurants within like a five minute walking distance of here, and a liquor store with plenty of snacks and beverages, right in that same spot. So, uh, and the Grubhub to fire up if I need to order something from further away, like some uh, salt and pepper wings from the Chinese place. In fact, they're delicious. They're so good. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing nothing pre-set up, although I did just look up the uh, Hot Ones wings or the strips, and I'm like, I might have to get a bag of those because just having a plate of, plate of strips and some, some dipping sauces sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I don't know if oh, the last thing I'll say. Is that I don't know if like most people I think roosters is regional, but they have something called the bird's nest. So they take tots, they put the tots down, then they rip up chicken tenders or boneless wings, put it in there, a little bit of sauce, queso on top, some pico de gallo, onions, like all that. Oh, just like that's yeah. That's some loaded tots too. right there. Yeah, that's some real loaded some, tots. Gonna take some shit breaks with yep. that. That's just pure just stink water coming out. Question two, looking to buy a PC, um, what would you recommend? Does it really make that big of a difference as far as destiny is concerned? Should I play with a controller or buy a good mouse and keyboard? Please guide me. This is a this is a loaded question here. Um, yeah. Chad's going to say go AMD. Jared and I are going to say go Intel. We're all going to say... Uh, go NVIDIA for your graphics cards, I think. Uh, Chad's going to tell you to buy an Elite controller. Jared and I are going to say to buy Logitech, keyboard, and mouse. And uh, honestly, you can spend as much as you want to spend. You will be able to tell a difference. Um, Even if, honestly, you're not going to, so don't get caught up in like 4K and all that and all that stuff. Uh, because when it comes to like a 27 to 30 or 32 inch screen, you're more looking at like frames per second. So my advice would be if you can get something that can do like 1080 at 165, I would probably go that route and you're going to be able to, I don't know like what kind of budget you're looking at. Um, But if you can get something that that can get you that, you're going to be in super good shape and you're going to be very glad that you did. Yeah, I'd say uh, 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 Ryzen 9, whatever the highest one, 50X is. Um, 
If you're playing Destiny, seven hundred dollar four K doesn't make a difference. It's a beautiful game, but you don't need to go super crazy on it. Um, but uh, get this thing custom water cooled. Uh, you you want to get all the frames you can. Every ounce of water is an extra frame. Just remember that. Um, and then as many RGB fans as you can, because those are also an extra frame each. Um, but but seriously, you like even the ten series Nvidia cards can run Destiny well. You don't you don't need to go super crazy. You can go twenty series, like a twenty seventy super, and have a really good time on destiny. Cause it's, it's an older game. It doesn't have really high requirements at all. Um, and like Ryan said, if you're playing destiny, a nice monitor with a high refresh rate is going to be beautiful. Like a, a, like a, like you said, one sixty something or a two forty, if you can, if you can swing it, um, is ridiculous. The game's going to look buttery smooth and beautiful. And whether it goes, uh, 1080 to 4k it's with destiny in particular it's gonna it's not gonna make much of a difference on the that resolution it's like okay it looks good but the frames is what makes it feel a lot better um now if you play a bunch of other games you 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 might want to get you know at least a, a 30 series nvidia if you can and then and then you know you can play some 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 good stuff on there so play some spooder man and uh, it'll look really good, but uh, Destiny's not a game you need to go crazy on. So, uh, one thing, one thing to keep in mind with with like consoles, like when they're running at 4K, they're not running at like a real 4K. They're running at like what would be the equivalent of like a medium graphic settings on PC at like 1200 or 1440p. That is then like upscaled to look 4K. So. Just because an Xbox can allegedly run Destiny at 4K 120, I promise you, <clears throat> I promise you, it's not. Um, it's not running that. I promise. So ideally, you have a buddy you can go see their setup, and hopefully they have something halfway decent you can go look at uh, because frames are something that, that you don't understand until you see it, and you're like, oh, well, it, it all kind of makes sense now. So once you see it, you're, you'll you'll understand. Uh, recommendation: If you're converting from controller over to PC, like get a mouse with a few extra buttons on it. That way, your left hand's not doing all the new memorization. You have a little bit more with your right to even it out. You will not regret it. I'll promise you that. You will not regret it. Uh, question three: Do you trust? Um, Amaru or Eris more? Uh, I trust mm. Eris more. Yeah, it's gonna be Eris for me. So, obviously, until this season, I trusted Eris more, but I feel like it's set for somebody to turn on us and absolute power, absolute corruption, blah blah blah. You know, I'm kind of wondering if, if she's going to get too strong and get a little too big for her britches, you know, so. I mean, we'll just turn uh, her into would a be, gun if she does. Yeah, it would be uh, it would be cool if Eris ends up being one of the bosses en route to uh, the witness or whatever in the raid. 
Question four. Do you think Crota's end will end up being in the top 50% of raids available to play after the initial shine wears off? That's a hard question. I think that's going to be right around where it is. At the 50? Like right in the middle? I feel like it'll be better than Vault of Glass. It'll be better than King's Fall. I, what I can say be is, better is than, right... Probably be better than Garden or right around Garden to Salvation. Probably right around Garden. But the, the thing that's definitely its saving grace is, is uh, the weapons are cool, but they chose the Triumph's armor. So people are going to play it for the armor because it looks awesome. That armor is is amazing. Um, not that I'm going to ever get any of it or complete a whole set, but it looks great. Um, I'm going to be playing it for the armor. Uh, the guns do, but the armor looks... It's, it's the only armor of its kind that's as crazy as it is that isn't like seasonal like been the seasonal one on the battle pass um so it's it's one that you can earn without getting doing bounties um so i think it'll be it'll be as good as garden but the drops are going to be cooler so it'll be just above that, if only for the loot. Um, it's pretty easy. It's If the raid is able to be cheesed or it's really easy to do, then it's going to be really popular. Destiny players don't want to, most part, don't want to try, especially when it comes to raids and LFG, and like they want it to be as easy as possible, not require comms, be able to type it all in chat, so if that's the case, this rate's going to be really, very popular. You're probably right. Question five. The Starfield embargo has lifted and early access has started for those people that spent money on the Super Ultimate Mega Deluxe Edition. Have you played or are you planning to play? Uh, I have not played, but I do plan on playing next week. They didn't even bother trying to do the additional. Uh, I have the PC Game Pass, so I'll be able to play with it with that. Um, but you could do like a $30 add-on to get the early access, and then like the next expansion, you automatically get it as part of that, that extra money. So um, my wife did that, so I'll be watching her play as I like go to take breaks and get water and peek in to see what's going on. But I'll play next week. She uh, is she streaming, yes. streaming it. Uh, what shout out? What's what's her Twitch? Do you know it? Let me pull it back up so I don't get it wrong. All right. What about you, Chad? You planning to play? Um. What is Starfield? <laughs> it's a Bethesda game studio game. Uh, Bethesda made Fallout and the Elder Scrolls series, and that's kind of what they're known for. This is their new IP. That is a space exploration game. Yeah, it is uh, O-H Rican. That's O-H-R-I-C-A-N on Twitch. Um, she's getting actually H Rican. She's actually getting close to being an affiliate. Like her average views is high enough and the days are done. So now she's going to get the followers. It's just got like 20 more followers. So she's an affiliate. Well, let's help her out with nice. that. If you're if you're listening, send her a follow. Tell her you came from us. That way, we can take a little bit of credit for it. She can't take it all herself. 
Chad, Starfield, yes, no, maybe? I, I still don't know what it is, so probably not. Uh, I will play it. I don't know if it's going to be uh, like one of those games I wait and play when I can get it for like 30 or $35. Um, that's usually because I still have a bunch of Final Fantasy to play through. So I kind of don't want to start stop that and um but i don't know i will definitely play it i really like bethesda games uh elder scrolls and fallout uh fallout new vegas and fallout 3 were kind of my favorite of those and i was always a morrowind and oblivion guy more than skyrim but you know uh, i remember playing morrowind on my original xbox and just absolutely being mind blown at what all you could do on that game at the time so uh, the, I saw it's getting anywhere from 7 to 10. Uh, the 7s, apparently it's a good game, not a perfect game, but, you know, not that's to be expected. I'm sure there's going to be patches and mods and those things that are going to iron out the things people don't like. Um, so I imagine by the time I play it, it's going to be in a real good shape and I will have a great time. And I believe that is the last question. Uh for the mailbag, do you guys have anything that you want to add or anything we missed? Man, uh, I don't think we missed anything. We're, we're pretty good. Pretty well we on might, top of we it. We might be the best. <laughs> so uh, this has been the Conqueror's Corner Podcast. This has been episode 128. Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us Bungie friend requests so we can play games together. Uh, once we get this, once contest mode is up, if you want to, if you want to go through the raid, let us know. We're going to be looking to run it. I'm sure at, at least three times a week, and we'd love to help you get that clear. We'll let these other two sign off. Uh, good luck on those day ones out there. Um, find any cheese or like you find any work loadouts that like really work for you on certain encounters and uh, you get yours done before we get caught up and start going uh let us know in the discord or twitter or hell what's worse in game like just let us know yeah definitely uh if uh if you're if you're running in it and uh before we get on let us know what's working what definitely doesn't work for you guys and uh we'll we'll see we'll see if it runs for us that that well or we'll also have our own recommendations or anything like that if people decide they want to play Saturday all day. Um so yeah, definitely have fun. And uh make sure you watch us play. Watch us play while you're going you've already got your clear and you watch us play and get mad at each other and and just laugh at us. Um as always, fuck Florida, go cats. Love you guys. <laughs>